Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. 
nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. Ahead of us, he opens a way for us. When we don't know which way to go or which way to choose, he shows us the way. And when there is no way at all, he creates a way for us. We serve a God who is a way maker and he is on your side. Somebody say, God is making a way for me. Turn to somebody and tell them, God is making a way for you. And turn to the other person and tell them, God is making a way for you. And now say boldly to yourself, God is making a way for me. Amen. How many of you believe that? He's making a way for you. And this morning I came to declare into your life and to speak into your situation that God is making a way for you. You may not know where the way is. You may not see it. But God is making a way for you. Amen. Isaiah chapter 42 is where we start our lesson from. Isaiah chapter 42 and verse 16. I'll read quite a bit of scripture today. Uh, we start with Isaiah 42 verse 16. And this is God speaking to his people. And he says, I will bring the blind by a way they did not know. I will lead them in paths they have not known. I will make darkness light before them and crooked places straight. These things I will do for them and not forsake them. God will not forsake you. The passage is talking about the blind but the passage is not talking about those who are literally or physically blind but blindness in this passage is talking about people who are helpless people who are helpless uh, and it is using the analogy of blindness to speak about helplessness. Now most uh, of us have uh, come uh, into contact with blind people who sometimes have so much control over what they do when they are in a familiar place. Uh, if a blind person lives uh, in a room, uh, pretty soon they get to know how to move in the room without any aid whatsoever. They know where the uh, television is, where the chairs are, where the bookshelf is. They know which door leads to which room and uh, pretty soon they don't even need a cane to guide them. Uh, they get a lot of confidence just doing the routines that they do. But if you take that blind person and put them in an unfamiliar space, you realize that all of a sudden they feel very helpless. And that is the picture God wants us to look at here when a blind person is in an unfamiliar environment, they feel very helpless. They have no sense of guidance, no sense of direction. And God is using that picture to tell us that when we are in such a situation, 
he will be our guide. Amen. So, uh, when we look at the passage, there are two important ideas that emerge. The first is that God makes a way when we can't see a way. God makes a way when we can't see the way. Look at how the verse puts it. It says, I will bring the blind by a way they did not know. Something that they are not familiar with. When you cannot see the way, God makes a way. And he does that in the passage. He says, he will light up the darkness. He will light up the darkness. So God says where you are in an unfamiliar place. You don't know what to do. You feel helpless. He will bring light your way. He will bring you illumination. He will bring you clarity. It can come in the form of revelation, insight, understanding, awareness of clarification. God says he will cause the light to shine for you. The second thought that emerges very importantly from that verse is that God leads us in a way we have not known. God leads us in a way we have not known. Note how the verse says, I will lead them in paths they have not known. God is able to lead us into the unfamiliar and with the unfamiliar. Many times we know God as the one who is predictable. The one we can rely on. He's our help in ages past. But he's also our hope for years to come. God is able to lead us in the past. He's able to also lead us into the future. He can lead you with what you know. And he can lead you with what you don't know. And in the verse he says that he straightens the crooked places. This is when you are faced on a road or a path which has too many unknowns. Too many variables. Too many unpredictables, too many obstacles, too many curves and turns. And you, you know God has made a way for you, but there's too much unpredictability on it. God says he's able to make the crooked paths straight. In other words, he's able to take the unpredictable and make it predictable for you. I don't know what kind of way you are faced with. But God will make a way for you. And by the time we are, you are living here this morning out of this place, a way will be made for you. A path will be constructed for you. And what you don't see clearly, God will make clear for you. You are not going to live here in darkness. You are going to live here in the light. You are not going to walk into crooked places. You are going to walk into straightened places. When we look through the Bible... There are many pictures or many uh, images of God's leading and how he makes a way for us. God is able to create pathways for us. He's also able to create highways for us. Uh, we'll read two other readings from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 40 verses 1 to 3 and Isaiah chapter 43 verses 15 and 16. Isaiah 41 to 3 says, Comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her 
that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned. It looks like that is a good word for somebody, that your warfare is ended. For she has received from the the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Please note the verse 3. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. You know that uh, in the New Testament, John the Baptist came to fulfill the scripture. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert. Everybody say in the desert. Uh, a highway for the Lord. So God is able to uh, make a, a highway in the desert. Isaiah 43 verses 15 and 16. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters. Thus says the Lord who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters. So when you look at those two verses, they tell us two things. First is that God makes a way in the waters. God makes a way in the waters. The waters in the Bible usually imply chaos and uncertainty. God is able to make a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters. But the earlier verse we read says that God also makes a way in the wilderness, in the desert. The desert implies a place of dryness and scarcity. So whether you are faced with chaos and uncertainty or you are faced with dryness and scarcity, God will make a way for you. He makes a way in the desert. He makes a way in the waters. He makes a way in the wilderness. He makes a way in the waters. If it is chaos, he makes a way. If it is dry, he makes a way. When there is scarcity, he makes a way. When there is uncertainty, he makes a way. So I'm going to spend the rest of my time expanding on these two ideas. The God who makes a way in the waters and the God who makes a way in the desert. What does it mean when the Bible says God makes a way in the waters? And what does it mean when the Bible says God makes a way in the desert? Interestingly, the two are two extremes. The sea has too much water. The desert has no water at all. So when there's too much water, God makes a way. When there's no water at all, God makes a way. When it is dry, God makes a way. When it is wet, God makes a way. When it is solid ground, God makes a way. When it is in the sea unstable, God makes a way. God makes a way in the waters and in the sea uh, and in the wilderness. And I believe that for somebody this morning, God will make a way for you in the waters. For somebody this morning, God will make a way for you in the wilderness. So let's look at the two examples from the Bible. Exodus chapter 14 Uh, When the Bible says God makes a way in that passage, it is referencing this incident. Exodus chapter 14, 
verse 21 to 25. Now most of you are familiar with this story. Israel has been in Egypt for 430 years in bondage. And Moses comes along and tells Pharaoh, let my people go. To cut a long story short, uh, the people go. As Pharaoh doesn't like it, but after 10 catastrophic plagues, he has no alternative but to tell the people to leave instantly. So the people leave very quickly and uh, start going to the promised land, the land that God had promised Abraham. Whilst they were going, Pharaoh has a change of heart. And he says, no, 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 the people should not go. I need them back. Because all of a sudden he's thinking about the economic implications of losing all his labor force at one time. Who's going to build the cities for them. So he says, no, for economic reasons, we need to pursue these guys. So they pursue the Israelites. And at the time the pursuit gets hot, as something interesting has happened. Israel has come to a point where there is a big body of water. The sea is before them. And on the sides are wilderness and mountains. And then behind them, Pharaoh's army. So if you were in Israel, you would say, where do we turn? Before them is the water. Behind, beside them is the wilderness with mountains. Wilderness is, is too far. Behind them is the army of Pharaoh. So this is where this verse occurs. So the people of Israel starts complaining. And this is the first of the beginning of many complaints. They start complaining and blaming Moses. You should have left us. You shouldn't have set us free. Uh, we don't like it. Freedom is not good. And all of that. So, Moses talks to God and says, listen to the people. And this is, uh, God speaks to Moses and tells him what to do. So, from verse 21, Exodus chapter 14, Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong wind all that night. And made the sea into dry land. And the waters were divided. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground. And the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. The Egyptians pursued and went after them in the midst of the sea. All Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. Now it came to pass in the morning watch that the Lord looked down from the army of the, upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud. And he troubled the army of the Egyptians. And he took off their chariot wheels so that they drove them with difficulty. And the Egyptians said, let us free, flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Now you know what happened eventually, the water closed in on them. So when the Bible says God makes a way in the sea, this is what it is talking about. It's talking about this incident, that's what Isaiah is referencing. God makes a way in the sea. It's alright for God to make a way in the land, but the sea, that's a difficult one. But he's a way maker. And it's very interesting when you read the passage, the sea, which was supposed to be a wall of opposition 
that they couldn't cross now became a wall of protection all around them when they were walking in the sea. It's very interesting how God uses what is supposed to stop you to protect you. So, let's see what happens in the Red Sea. When God made a way for his people in the Red Sea, they escaped from the enemy. Surrounded on every side, in a place of danger and uncertainty, God made a way of escape for them. He did not only allow them to walk through the sea, but he also used the sea to construct a wall for them. And also used the sea to destroy the enemy. So two things happen in the Red Sea. Escape from the enemy and secondly, elimination of the enemy. Right before their eyes, they saw God use the way that he had made for them to destroy the most powerful army on earth. And the passage says, God troubled them. God troubled Egypt. He troubled the troublers of his people. He troubled their chariots. He confused their attacks. God has a way of giving people rope. He has a way. So when people persist to harm God's people, he gives them rope. And he continues to give them rope. And you are praying and say, God, why? He says, just wait and see what I will do. So from plague number one, when the Red Sea, uh, when the Nile becomes red, Pharaoh repents and changes his mind. Frogs repents, changes his mind. And he goes on through hail and boils and lies and darkness. And even the child dies and he goes through change of mind and, and continues to persist. And God says, if I don't do something radical about this thing, this guy will continue chasing the people into the promised land. So let me make a way for them. And so he makes a way for Israel. And, 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 and Pharaoh thinks it's a way for him. Isn't it amazing? You are following God's people. God makes a way for them and you think it's your opportunity too. And God says, okay, come on, I'm making a way for you. I'm sure they are screaming and saying, it's a miracle. God has made a way for us. But in the morning watch, God looked down and says, this way was not for you. It was for my people to get out. But for you, I will trouble you. The Lord will trouble those who trouble you. The Lord will trouble your troublers. God made a way for them. But for, is, for Egypt, it was not a way of escape. It was a way of elimination. I don't know who is pursuing you without stopping. And who is harassing you without stopping. But God knows how to use the way of escape for you. To be a way of elimination for those who are troubling you. May God trouble your troublers. Oh yes, he will trouble your troublers. He, he, he won't kill them, but he will trouble them. And I like how the Bible say, puts it. The Bible says that God messed up with their chariot wheels. So now they can't move. They can't ride. And then they see the sea which used to be an open door coming back. Can you imagine if you were an Egyptian army that this sea 
that a few last night you were riding on it like a highway all of a sudden the waters come back and crush them the people of Israel go out to the out of the sea they stand there in the morning and they look back and the Egyptians which they saw yesterday they saw no more again because God made a way for them somebody here God is making a way for you I said God is making a way for you and you may it may seem as if the same way he's making for you is the same way he's making for those who are troubling you but the way of God is for you and not for your troublers and God is bringing you out and he will use your deliverance also to make sure that those who pursue you will pursue you no longer I said God is making a way for you somebody say God is making a way for me or say boldly say God is making a way for me it's a way of escape and it's a way of elimination God is making a way for me God is making a way for you but the Red Sea was not the only waters through which God made a way for his people he also made a way for them in the river Jordan the Red Sea stood between Israel and deliverance but the Jordan stood between Israel and the promised land the Jordan River had become a big barrier for Israel for 40 years and for 40 years they had camped in front of the Jordan River in the book of Joshua chapter 3 verse 14 to 17 the Bible shows us how they crossed the Jordan River. God makes a way in the waters. Whether it is sea or river, he makes a way through it. It says, so when it was when the children, the people set out from their camp to cross over the Jordan. With a priest bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people. And as those who bore the Ark came to the Jordan. And the feet of the priest who bore the Ark dipped in the edge of the water. For the Jordan overflows all its banks during the whole time of harvest. That the waters which came down from upstream stood still. And rose in a heap very far away at Adam. The city which is beside Zaretan. So the waters that went down into the sea of the Araba. The salt sea failed. And were cut off. And the people crossed over opposite Jericho. Then the priest who bore the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan and all Israel crossed over on dry ground until all the people had crossed completely over the Jordan. Two waters. God made a way for them through two waters. One was the water of freedom. Or it led them into freedom. The other into inheritance. The Red Sea was the way God had to make for them to be free. And not to look back again in fear. But the Jordan was what God had to do to make a way for them in the water so that they would inherit their possession. Israel did not leave Egypt just to be free from Egypt. 
They left Egypt because God made a promise to Abraham that there is a land for them. So the destination was to move from Egypt and go to the promised land. However, when they came out from the Red Sea for so many reasons, they couldn't go into the promised land very quickly. Mostly because of their own bad attitude and complaining and all of that. So God says, okay, I'll keep you here for a while and and teach you a few lessons. And eventually, he let them go. So, in the Jordan, God gave them a way out of the wilderness. God gave them a way out of the Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Wilderness. They had been in the wilderness for 40 years. But that day, the wilderness experience ended. For some of you, God is able to make a way for you out of the wilderness. And a cycle of dryness is about to end in your life because God will make a way for you, not through the Red Sea, but through the Jordan and take you out of the wilderness. The way he made for them out of the Jordan also made a way for them into the promised land. They started possessing their promised land beginning.